coming up. By Jove, I've got it! I love this as a script. Mummy, that man's doing a poo. I'm a good girl, Sam. That was a lot softer than I was expecting from that build-up. Big, big subjects. Well, neither of them are a million miles away. Of course it does, yeah. It was a bit much, isn't it, love? A world of possibilities. Yeah, it was a really fun piece to do. Oh, gosh. Put that down. So call me the dog, you horrible man. Oh, I like the way you ended that. And now, enjoy the podcast. How do you say that? 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 Hello and welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That? Sponsored by BritishVoiceOver.co.uk. It's the show dedicated to anyone who's ever had to read a script out loud in front of a microphone. Here is my... Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing before you've even introduced me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just... What's my name, Sam? What's my name? You just say my name. It's all good. Here is my co-host, Mark Wright. Hey! We got there. Uh, We did. And his fun fact is that he hates ketchup but Mm. loves barbecue sauce. And apparently, I'm told, actually, there isn't very much difference between the two. Is there not? I I don't like ketchup at all. It's too tomato-y. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? It's it's strange. I mean, you do know me. I am quite strange. (laughs) Well, my co-host is Sam Boffin, and her fun fact is that she has a passion for mid-20th century glassware. That's very specific. Isn't it, though? (laughs) I had to really dig deep for the fun fact this week, guys. Um, But yes, and the reason I thought about it was because now we're recording this on um, the 31st of October. Halloween. Halloween. This is the day we're recording this particular episode. And I have got myself some mulled wine for later. Oh, nice. Yes. And I got out some gorgeous glasses. And I suddenly thought, look at all these gorgeous glasses. They really only come out, uh, the glassware, the glassware, Mm. only really comes out in the winter months. It's all, um, not the stuff I'm using this evening, but I I, I suddenly saw at the back of the cupboard that it's all this kind of uh, glass with lots of different colours and sort of, oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Well, of course, we also have a special guest and this week shaking her tail feathers at us. It's Sarah Starling. Hello, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hello. It's very lovely to be here. Sarah is a versatile, intuitive voiceover artist with a whole clutch of awards under her feathers. I like like that. (laughs) And a voice that makes you feel as though all's well in the world. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with that. Agreed. Absolutely. Absolutely. All's well in the world. Sarah has been voicing for three decades, starting her career at the BBC as a radio studio manager in the days when razors and sticky tape were all the rage. Oh, I remember And well. then <laughs> she became a BBC radio continuity announcer, newsreader and presentation director, pressing a lot of buttons along the way. Oh, I know that job. That's exactly what I did in TV, Sarah. Yeah, well, I did do it in TV as well. Did well, you? Most of the time. We yeah, started in radio, together. went to TV, went back to radio. Well, since 2006, Sarah's been voicing worldwide from her studio across all kinds of genres, from commercials to corporates, promos to fiendishly complex medical narration and lots of fun-filled animation as well. She will work for anyone. Well, anyone who anyone who is anyone, should I say. You know, Netflix, ITV, PepsiCo, Boots, Ocado, exactly. Sky Kids, exactly. you know, and so on. So not just anyone then, Sarah. She's a tart, basically. Aren't we all, love? Aren't we all? Have you got a fun fact for us? I have got a fun fact for you. I met my husband in a radio studio many years ago now, creating sound effects for Fungus the Bogeyman. 
Very, very romantic. I must tell you, he was turning the bicycle wheel and I was squelching a hot water bottle (laughs) filled with flour and water paste to make the sound of fungus farting as he rode his bike. Oh, it was love. Wow. You know, what can I say? So, so you <laughs> did Foley as well, as well as all the other things yes. you did. That's yes. so exciting. I love that. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Well, I'm not sure we've got any farting noises in the scripts today, but you never oh, know. No. You never There's know. There is time. <laughs> there is time. Let's have a look at our first script of the show and ask, how do you say that? How do you say that? So this is a script... A little bit of a script that I chose, especially because Sarah was coming on today. Excellent. Because I thought she would enjoy it. Mm. So tell us a little (laughs) bit about it. Where's it from? (laughs) You know, in honour of Sarah, this is a little piece that is from Ealing Film Studios. And it is a piece of verbatim dialogue. You know, it's it's part of a tour. Oh, okay. They they went out and they interviewed lots of people. Mm -hmm. And this happened to be somebody who used to work at Ealing Studios. And it's one of her, it could have been him, but it's one of her reminiscences. I love this as a script. It's gorgeous, yeah. Because you look at it and and it is so obviously a real person chatting about something that happened in their career that is so good for an audio tour, just so brilliant. So um, can I ask a question about a pronunciation, please? Uh, Is it Saraband for Dead Lovers? It is Saraband for Dead Lovers. I don't know it. And I asked exactly the same question. Yes, it is. Saraband for Dead Lovers. Do we know, um, obviously this is Ealing era, Mm. but do we know roughly when this person reminisced? Good point. Oh, in terms of, well, the reminiscence is about something just after the war. Yes. So the rem, I, I don't know when they were actually interviewed, but assuming they were, oh, they must have been, well, they must be quite elderly or not around now, yes. I would suspect. Yes. Mm. Okay. okay. I suppose you would do it in the style of, yeah, I suppose, well, certainly I did it. I did it in the style of post-war. Yes, that's what I, I did it in a sort of 50s. Um, oh, yeah, wow. I, that's okay. adding a whole Ish. new um, thing to it. Okay. All right. So maybe a bit more <laughs> clipped than otherwise mm, well, it... Well, mm, yeah, yeah, okay. um, yeah. Not necessarily, though. No, indeed. Okay. All right. Here we go, then. I don't often get foxed, but I, I came mighty close on Saraband for Dead Lovers. Now, the, the filming was done in Prague, and there's a scene in it, the, the retreat from the war. Now, to have a retreat, you need an army, and... When you have an army, that means 300 extras. And when you have 300 extras, you need uniforms, tricorn hats and 300 pairs of buckled shoes. Clothes were still on Russian, but I managed to get everything except the shoes. Oh, you could get two pairs here, half a dozen there, but but 300? Very nice. Lovely. That was very low-key, very, very chatty. Yeah, definitely. I think it would need to be low-key if it's from an interview is what I was thinking. Yes. Yes, well, that'll be interesting when you hear what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right, okay, well, I always worry when Sam says things like that. (laughs) Yes, now I'm really worried. I, I think I think you're right. I think that the the chances are that yes, they would have they would have given that story in yeah, in a, it, probably in that kind of style. I would think yeah. Okay. Because they're they're reminiscing. 
It felt like it needed a bit of realism as opposed to something over the top. And you know me, I'm very keen on going over the top. Yes, I'm now I'm now questioning why I did it the way I did it, actually. But yes. Okay. Uh, but obviously the client liked the way you did it. So, I mean, that's the main thing. Yeah. All right, Sarah, let's have a listen to the way that you're going to do it. I don't often get foxed, but I came mighty close on Saraband for Dead Lovers. Now, the filming was done in Prague, and there's a scene in it, The Retreat from War. Now, to have a retreat, you need an army. And when you have an army, well, that means 300 extras. And when you have 300 extras, you need uniforms, tricorn hats, and 300 pairs of buckled shoes. Well, clothes were still on ration, but I managed to get everything. Except the shoes. Oh, you could get two pairs here, half a dozen there, but 300. So post-war. That was absolutely Absolutely. post-war. I mean, you you nailed the era beautifully, I think. Yes, this is where oh, I thought this would be a good one for Sarah. And actually, yeah. that's, that is not, you'll, you'll discover, that is not a million miles away from exactly what I did. Slightly more over the top than I was thinking. No, I don't yes. mean over the top. That's that, that's a wrong um, way of putting it. Maybe more actory, Well, I, I think what you managed to do, Sarah, is you, you managed to tell the story with the with all the kind of um, drama. Yes. That, uh, so this, uh, I think it, it was like this was her set piece almost. That she's told yes. this story. She's told this story over before, and over. And okay, this yeah, is her yeah, moment yeah. to tell. <laughs> I f- yeah. I felt she enjoyed it yes. just from the writing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So maybe I was a bit too low-key in that respect then. But but the way you approached it, Mark, is the, often the way we do approach those sort of things, I think, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. in that that verbatim stuff. It's mm-hmm. just that I think because this was a, a set, you know, it is a story that they, you feel as though they're told again and again. Yes. And so it's, it's, it's a little bit more, yeah. A bit more performed, yeah. And I did look up Saraband for Dead Lovers. <laughs> and it's, it is very Ealing and yes. it is okay. quite over the yeah. top. And Yes. yes. And yeah. I could yeah. sort of imagine, I wonder what sort of costume, what, what sort of person the costume designer on Saraband for Dead yes. Lovers would be. Well, is that sort yeah. of thing? And maybe someone quite effervescent. A force to be reckoned Yes, with. totally, totally, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. All right, Sam, well, give us your rendition, would you? Yes. I don't often get foxed, but I came mighty close on Saraband for Dead Lovers. Now, the filming was done in Prague, and there's a scene in it, The Retreat from War. Now, to have a retreat, you need an army. And when you have an army, that means 300 extras. And when you have 300 extras, you need uniforms, tricorn hats, and 300 pairs of buckled shoes. Now, clothes were still on ration, but I managed to get everything. Except the shoes. Oh, you could get two pairs here, half a dozen there, but 300? Lovely. I mean, talk about about bringing someone to life. That was fantastic. Well, it, but I now I'm questioning whether it was. No, I don't know because if why? I, to be honest, why? if I was on an audio tour and I was listening to that, that's kind of the characterization that I would want yeah, to hear. I think. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, well, I mean that's what it was, and I, and I think that there were there were a number of different stories of a similar ilk mm-hmm. to this that you had to kind of be different for each time. I think yeah. I, mm. I was also a. PA or you know a continuity girl you know yep. in one of them yeah. and and so there were lots and lots of different things to, to to sort of get in but yeah it was a really fun piece to do I have to say 
Well, it's worthwhile remembering that these are real scripts that we've been working on, but we have changed some names and some details to avoid copyright issues. So, Sarah, would you like to tell us about your script? Yes. So this is a corporate video. It's it's a little bit different to your normal corporate video. It's very short. Um, it's kind of a promotion, but also not. It's about silicone, of all things. So the original direction I had for this was quite formal. Right. Um, but I, I happened to see the video and hear the music and the soundtrack, and I thought, I think that direction is wrong. <laughs> and as it happened, okay. it was. Um, so just interpret it how you will, really. See what you can do with it. Interesting. It's interesting. They've, they've, they've put in, specifically put in pauses. Um, yes. yes. Did you yes. adhere to those? Because I presume they must be I, some... Hmm? I'm a good girl. Good girl. <laughs> and you adhere to those. Yes, because presumably I, I suspect, I don't know, if, if it was to vision, uh, then they then you're waiting for a piece of vision. Yes, um, Probably indeed. to happen, yeah. or even a sound effect or something. Like that. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Let's, uh, let's uh, see what Sam does with it first, shall we? Good yeah, luck. Let's... From walking on the moon to landing on Mars. Silicones have played an integral part in taking us to space, pushing the boundaries of innovation and our knowledge of the universe. Derived from quartz extracted from the Earth's crust, silicones enable technologies that allow us to explore outer space and help us understand where we come from and where we're going. Silicones, a world of possibilities. Oh, I like the way you ended that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Very storytelling, and, and, yeah. and obviously that, that is important for something like this. And I can imagine that the pictures were uh, kind of walking on the moon and landing on Mars and all yes. of that. So we're talking about yeah. big, big subjects, yes. matter that on the screen as well. Yes, quite scientific, yes. quite academic. Yeah, I might and I think... have chosen the wrong tone then, mightn't this I? This right, right or wrong? No, no but, but I, wonder, I wonder if you were almost too straight corporate. Oh, mm. okay. There, yes, yes. That's all I meant. Yes. Almost too light. Yes. Because I was I... thinking it's a bit darker than that. Yes, I think you're probably right, actually, now now you think about it. I was going storytelling, mm. and I think you're probably right. It's probably needs to have a hardness to it. Anyway, be interesting to see. Hmm. Go for it, Mark. From walking on the moon to landing on Mars, silicones have played an integral part in taking us to space, pushing the boundaries of innovation and our knowledge of the universe. Derived from quartz extracted from the Earth's crust, silicones enable technologies that allow us to explore outer space and help us understand where we come from. And where we are going. Silicones, a world of possibilities. Now, that was a lot softer than I was expecting from that builder. Uh -huh. That was completely oh, yeah. different than I thought you were going to do. Okay. I nice. felt that felt quite good. Yes. It, it, felt, it felt slightly presenterish. So I think you were channeling a bit of that guy oh, you maybe. were talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah maybe. So. Of Neil deGrasse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And you said, now, Integral. Did I oh, say we're gonna, integral? We're going to argue about it. No, you said in, integral, integral. I, I can never work it out. And it's, it's, there are different clients that want it different ways. Okay, so yeah. it, they're both... I think they're both accurate. accurate. They're both okay. 
yeah. but it just depends on wh- which one just, you want. Yes, I was going to pick you up on that. I was wrong. And, and ask, <laughs> thought, no, 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 oh, not at all. Not at all. Okay. No, no, no. no. Uh, I, is that a million miles away from what you did, though, Sarah? Well, neither of them are a million miles away, right. but I did do something slightly different. Oh, she did no. something slightly different. No. I want to know what. I love this. Yeah. Something slightly different. Nice, slightly. nice. Good. Okay. <laughs> From walking on the moon to landing on Mars, silicones have played an integral part in taking us to space, pushing the boundaries of innovation and our knowledge of the universe. Derived from quartz, Extracted from the Earth's crust, silicones enable technologies that allow us to explore outer space and help us understand where we come from and where we are going. Silicones, a world of possibilities. Nice. You were pushing that a bit harder than I thought you would. Mmm. Yeah, I, I love that. But that pushed the story. Yeah, no, no, no. It worked really well. I, I, I you know, it because it, 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 it had that, and, and this is it, it, in the most unstuffy way. It was, it was telling me what I needed to know. It was, I, I, I was going to use the word teachery, but it wasn't teachery. That was the whole point. It, 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 it yes. had a. Oh, I don't know, an expert knowledge about it. Yes, it somehow. did. Yes, mm. I love that. Expert knowledge. And yes, in not a teachery way. No. But it got the information across beautifully. I think if you'd heard the music mm. and yes. and seen the visuals, which were space, and the countdown at the beginning was Neil Armstrong um, yep. know, counting down to the, yep. to the launch to the moon. So I think... That totally, totally informed the way I read it. Of and did you it does. did yeah. you do it to music, Sarah? In your I in did. your ears, yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you actually yeah. had that helping you as I you were did. as you were voicing. Nice. All the difference. Of course it does, yeah. yeah. Do you ask for music when you can, Sarah? I, I, I love to have music yeah. music if it's gonna be a part of the finished piece, or even if it's to give me an idea of the kind of feel that they want. I, it makes so yeah. much difference. We're so familiar with our own voices that sometimes when we feel as though we're pushing, to somebody else we don't sound like we are. Yeah. So I think if you can get hold of the music, then absolutely every time, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. Play How Do You Say That? All right then, Sarah. All right then, Sam. Here's the part of the show that mixes it all up a bit, the wild card section. Let's see if we can approach these two scripts completely differently. Completely different. Mm -hmm. Now, this week, this week, I personally, not Mark, but me, I have been very much helped by voice actor Michelle Woods, who sent in a whole load of wild card suggestions. I did, and I look back on them and I don't think you did. (laughs) And I didn't dare tell you that I was going to nick one of hers because I thought maybe he'll nick the same one. So we love you, Michelle. <laughs> well, I'm sure I will love you, Michelle, when I finally get to see the list. <laughs> I wish I'd seen the list. So, Sarah, can you pick one of these scripts yes. and give Mark give Mark a new idea? Oh, interesting. Mark, <laughs> I would like you to record yeah. the silicone script. Okay. As a patronising continuity announcer who has their finger <laughs> shut in the door. 
Oh my God. Or it's two completely different motivations. There. <laughs> having wow, having been true. a continuity now to hopefully not a patronising one for British Forces TV for 20 odd years, it's, mm. um, it, it, it's something that, that I know. I Hopefully not patronising, but you, but you never know. Finger trapped in the door. Okay. You know, you, you know when you're, you're, you're due to be live on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, any second and you just can't quite get to the mic in time. It's yeah. kind of that. <laughs> urgency yeah. but patronizing yeah. i know it's a lot mark but it's a you lot. can do it okay all right from walking on the moon to landing on mars silicones have played an integral part in taking us to space pushing the boundaries of innovation and our knowledge of the universe derived from quartz extracted from the earth's crust silicones enable technologies that allow us to explore outer space and help us understand where we come from and where we're going. Silicones, a world of possibilities. <laughs> Mummy, that man's doing a poo. <laughs> uh, that's not what I was going for, but it's like, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so professional, though, he got through it all. Well, I'm glad that uh, hurting my finger sounds, sounds like uh, toileting activities. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> but that was good. I actually think you did the patronising great from the derived from quartz. I thought it was really good, really good. <laughs> so, oh, I love obviously, that. that's in my wheelhouse somewhere. I was actually hold, I was actually holding on to my index finger really tightly with the other hand, oh my just God. to remind myself that 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 was what was going on. So authentic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Evans, all right. Well, that's quite a difficult one. Um, okay. Sorry. Sam, you, um, you get to suggest one for Sarah now. I do. Yeah. I do. And thank you, Michelle Woods, for this one. This is So I would, would like you to do Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> but, but. Okay. Um, and I don't know which one to do. I think I'll be nice and give you the first one because I think that's that's probably... I mean, it doesn't really matter. I think you could do it for both. Either, if it's Eliza it Doolittle, can we have the... Ow! <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd like you to do Eliza Doolittle's transition. Oh, gosh. Okay. You might want to take a moment to work out... I'm, I think I might. Yes. Does she transition through it? Well, I oh. think that there comes a point where she discovers that she can say the words beautifully. Okay. I honestly think, because I've asked you to quite a difficult thing there, I'm going to give you costume designer. I'm going to give you the first one, script okay. one. Yeah. Okay. I don't often get foxed, but I came mighty close on Saraband for Dead Lovers. Now, the filming was done in Prague, and oh, no, no. there's a scene in it, the retreat from war. Now, to have a retreat, you need an army, and when you have an army, that means 300 extras. <laughs> and when you have 300 extras, you need uniforms, tricorn hats and 300 pairs of buckled shoes. Clothes were still on ration, but I managed to get everything except the shoes. Oh, you could get two pairs here, half a dozen there, but 300 by Jove, I've got it. <laughs> she has. Well She's done. Got it. That was so good. That was so good. I knew you'd be able to do that. Sarah. That was beautiful. That was a challenge. The transition was great. The transition really? was absolutely superb. The transition was brilliant because you didn't go 
straight from one to t'other, you had that lovely little mashed bit in the middle where you were neither one or the other and then came out the other end and got and actually even got more and more you know more, more and more clipped it was very brilliant thank you so oh, much that was well, thank lovely. you for the challenge I, I honestly didn't know if i could do that <laughs> well you could it's gorgeous all right sam one for you yes yes um i am going to go and you know me i quite like archetypal stereotypical characters so it doesn't lovely. have to be it doesn't have to be but i would like you to imagine that you are the new landlady of the queen vic in EastEnders. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's the, I think it's the Sarah Banford Dead Lovers thing again, because it's more of a monologue talking right. about it. Um, but uh, yes, a, a new, a new landlady of the Queen Vic in EastEnders would be lovely. All right. Well, I suppose I better go East End then. <laughs> a little bit. A bit, a little bit East End. Could be, could be posh landlady. You mm. never know, do you? Mm. Right. Okay. Now, I don't often get Fox, but I came mighty close on Sarah Band for Dead Lovers. Now listen up, everyone. The filming was done in Prague, and there's a scene in it, the retreat from war put that down now. <laughs> to have a retreat, you need an army. And when you have an army, that means 300 extras. And when you have 300 extras, you need uniforms. That's right, tricornats. And 300 pairs of buckled shoes. Now, clothes were still on ration. Come on in, everyone. But I managed to get everything. Except the shoes. Oh, you could get two pairs here off a dozen there, but 300. Get out of my pub. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. I, wa- I wondered if you'd get get in, get out of my pub somewhere. It's like you lovely, have to lovely, get lovely, in, lovely. get out of my you pub. Absolutely otherwise, it's do. not the Queen Vic, is it? I mean, I think you, you actually mixed uh, an, an array of existing landladies that we have seen over the years yeah. quite beautifully there. You've managed punch-ups before, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I imagined I was standing behind the bar talking to a lot of people, a lot of different mm. people. But you were Maybe. holding court, and that and that, that yeah. that's the key. It's not just East End landlady, is it? It's absolutely someone who is central to her world, yeah, yeah. and she is in charge of that place at that time. And and interestingly, I I because of the way that you voiced it, I imagined a fug of smoke, which we don't get anymore. Yes, that's true. Actually, mm. yes, that that was definitely there. Mm. Fuck of smoke. <laughs> yes. oh, do you remember? Do you remember that in pubs? Wow. Yeah. That feels like that feels like forever ago now. That's how old we are, listeners. I know. I know. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody. That's. I mean, I sound like I've been smoking woodbines all day. It's because we we went to an event last night, uh, Sal, and uh, we we clapped and we hollered did. a lot. <laughs> you, you, you seem to have you seem to have come off better than I did. <laughs> I think I think I I know my uh, limitations. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I'm still just going for it. <laughs> Someone has to. So, so if you would like to try any of those scripts, all the scripts are in the show notes so have a go for fun in the company mm-hmm. of your own booths oh yeah good idea and go please keep sending or sharing your ideas for wild cards thank you Michelle Woods I shall yes. go back and I shall have a look at the list thank you uh, we would love to hear from you yes you listener absolutely you. Uh, either DM us on Instagram at HDYST podcast or you can email us down the traditional route a podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk yes and now it is question time mm. and our question this week is Right, I ask you two lovely voiceovers, 
What is the average workday like for a voice actor? What? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure there Science. is an average workday, is there? No. In a word, no. <laughs> There's no such thing. Oh. This is true. Uh, yeah. Yes, I would say that. I mean, arguably, I go into the booth. If I'm not working on television or I'm not out of my studio, if I'm having a day at my home studio, I will probably get there for 9am and look through emails. And there is normally something that's popped into my inbox that I will record in that first hour and edit. But then it's kind of doing auditions a bit and paperwork and there's surprisingly little time in the booth and surprisingly a lot of time in marketing yeah 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 not what people want to hear but that's the job isn't it and and often in terms of the recording everything comes in at once yeah yes it does absolutely yeah there's there's some kind of inverse law as well if you're about to go out or go on holiday everybody wants you right now well, it's yes. really funny. While we've been recording, one of my regular clients has emailed me going, it's really, and we, just to let people know, we record in the evening um, and someone's just emailed me going, could you do this tonight for us? It's like, oh God, all right. Then. <laughs> so there is no average day, I don't think. There isn't. I, I probably try and create an average day. I mean, I don't oh. ever have an average day, but, but I, I tend to, unlike you, Mark, I tend to voice in the afternoons. In my I prefer head. voicing in the afternoons because I think mm. my voice sounds better. Yeah. Ah, and Sarah, you went, really? Yes. Are you a morning yeah, voicer? I'm a morning person, morning yeah, voicer. very much. Are you a morning person? I, I think I am a morning person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used yes. to do crazy shifts and yeah. I would far prefer the early morning shifts to the late night shifts. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. completely the other way. Yeah, Are you? And <laughs> I was the opposite. I would like the all-nighters. Yeah, late I didn't night. mind oh, getting yeah. to the studio at 11 o'clock at night. No, not me. But I, that oh, no. was fine, 11 till 6 in the morning, but I How really, funny. really dislike the sort of 6 o'clock in the mornings. I despair with myself sometimes. I, 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 so I, I tend to do either admin or coaching I do often in the morning. Mm. Um, and then I tend to do voice work in the, in the afternoon. And the trouble is with that. It always takes a little bit longer than you think it's going to take. Yes, mm. absolutely. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we're used to very late evening meals in our house. <laughs> and, it, and it also depends on where your clients are, doesn't it? Yes. Because sometimes yes. you have to accommodate different time zones. Absolutely. So I, I've yeah. got a lot of people who I, I will start voicing for them at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night because they're mm. in, a, in America and, um, yeah. and they need it. They, nice. They, they, they need theirs offset by so many hours. But yeah, so there's not an average day, but I try and get some sort of, I try and get some sort of schedule in there, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And is there anything average about your day, Sarah? Is there anything average? I can't I guess my day is averaged out a little bit by having a dog. Mm. So yes. I start my day with a dog walk and I end my day with a dog walk. Oh, how yes. funny. I do, see I do my dog walk at lunchtime. Do you? Yeah, I have lunch ah. and then take the dog out after that. The right. dog. She's looking at me now going, what don't call me the dog, you horrible man. <laughs> You've got a very bouncy dog, haven't you, Sarah? So I have a 1-year-old whippet. Oh Ooh. my god. Is a, a oh, I've thief. seen the pictures on Instagram. Yes, oh, oh, he's very good at he's stealing. He's beautiful. Okay, <laughs> he is beautiful. He is. He's a he's a comedian. He really is. I mean, the, at about six months, my husband took him into Waterstones, dog friendly, and okay. got to the exit to discover that Neville Longbottom had not one but three pencil cases in his mouth <laughs> that he had stolen en route. 
So, yeah, he's quite a character. Can you just back up a second? You have called your dog <laughs> Neville, Neville Longbottom. Longbottom. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think Longbottom. that can go without being commented on. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so either. Well, what a fascinating discussion that, that yeah. went from one thing to another to another. It's excellent. Um, Sarah, thank you so much. Um, it's it's, been, it's been an absolute joy. I hope you've enjoyed it. I have. I have. It's been lovely. Thank you. We're going to put all of your details in the show notes so that people can find you and book you and love you. Yes. You're very kind. They'll know that all is well in the world. And we will also be putting both of today's scripts in the show notes. So you, dear listeners, both of you, no. So you, dear (laughs) listeners, can have a read yourself. Yes, if you enjoy listening, we'd love you to write a review on Apple Podcasts, which quite a number of people have done now. So thank you. Yes, thank you. So that is it for this week. Thank you again, Sarah Starling. And Starling, I love the fact that you use your, um, your name to inform so much of the way you talk about yourself. I love that. Well, it would you be really, a waste not to. Wouldn't it, though, really? with a name like yeah. Starling? Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> and we will be back next week with more scripts and another voiceover guest where we will be asking... Mm. <gasps> All together. together now. How do you how say that? How do you 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 say that?